And hello everyone and welcome to the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. I'm Vic Batista along with Web Minister Nathan Jones of Land and Lion Ministry. And we're transmitting live from the Aventura Hollandale Station in Florida. So we ask that you keep us in prayer for our technology that everything will work without any problems. And of course our lines will be open. The local number is 305-992-9537. 305-992-9537. We'd love for you to call in with your questions or your comments or text in your questions or your comments. Those of you that are watching us live via twitchcasting.tv, you can actually post there your questions and your comments on the screen as well as on tway.tv. And today's subject matter will be that, of course, of the prophetic book of Jude as we talk about being aware of mockers in our sixth part of this incredible teaching through that wonderful epistle or letter of the prophetic letter of Jude. But before we continue today's program, I'm going to ask my special guest, Nathan Jones, if you will open us up with a word of prayer. I'd be happy to, Pastor Vic. Thank you. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this opportunity to serve you. We thank you for the love you've given us. And Lord, we just praise your holy name. May all who listen to this be edified and blessed and come to know you as Savior. In your precious and wonderful name, amen. Amen. Thank you again. You're tuned into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. Big Batista Nathan Jones as we talk about the prophetic book of Jude. Today's program is sponsored by Calvary Chapel Aventura and the Truth Will Set You Free Ministry. You can find more information at calvaryaventura.com or on Facebook called JN832. And of course, before we continue, I'm going to welcome my special guest to the program, Nathan Jones, all the way from Texas. Nathan, how are you today? I'm doing well, brother. How are you? I am doing excellent, and I'm very happy to have you on the program, and also very happy that Israel has once again found a great leader, right? Well, they've had a great leader for nine years, and there's a lot of uh, fear that this new election for prime minister would turn out with a very liberal party who is willing to go back to pre-1967 borders and give half of Jerusalem away, and, and they fully supported Obama's uh, deal he's trying to make with Iran, which would basically give Israel up to Iran. And you got to wonder why anyone would vote for basically the death of their own nation. They didn't. That Amen. was all this political hoopla. The country voted in Prime Minister Netanyahu, a strong leader, a leader that uh, the Middle East fears, and for good reason. And we just praise the Lord for it. Amen. Uh, we're so excited for that, right, Nathan? Those of us that love Israel. Well, yeah, it means a, a good future for Israel. Now, again, we have a, a lot of challenges ahead for Israel, but they, they're going to need a strong leader during that. They're going to need to turn to the Lord and and realize that he's their true king. But in the meantime, uh, they need a strong leader that will protect them. And, and Netanyahu is a very strong leader. And we just praise the Lord that he got reelected. Uh, absolutely. So we're rejoicing because of that. And uh, Nathan, of course, we know that Israel means a lot uh, to us and we keep them in prayer. And I always want to be on the side of Israel, right? Well, uh, if you bless Israel, uh, you're blessing the apple of God's eyes. So those who bless the Lord, uh, bless Israel, blessed by the Lord, those who curse Israel, are cursed by the Lord, according to Genesis 12. So <laughs> it's very important, I think. That, you know, a lot of people will say that, well, you know, Christian Zionists, you know, they, they're looking for Israel to take over the world. But that's not the case at all. We're looking for Jesus Christ to take over the world and fulfill his promises to those to believe in Christ and to nation, national Israel. Excellent point, Nathan. What a wonderful point you just made. And Nathan, like I said, it's always a pleasure to have you on. And uh, you and, and Lamb and Lion Ministry are very knowledgeable in what's going on in Israel. You are airing a number of excellent programs regarding Israel. And Nathan, will you quickly share with us uh, briefly some information regarding your ministry and where people can also find a lot of these great articles? 
Well, speaking of programs, I see you have a wonderful picture behind you of me. I'm glad you pulled off of one of our pictures. I like that picture. Thank you. Uh, no, uh, uh, we are Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry. Our mission is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. And we just, uh, our mission is to get people excited, you know, about the Lord's return. So uh, folks can check us out on our website there, there uh, right behind you, Pastor Vic. You can right. see the lamblion.com and uh, there you can watch our television show Christ and Prophecy which is broadcast on networks all over the world you can check out our articles sign up for a newsletter and uh, join our social groups like Facebook and Twitter and uh, if you want a daily dose of Bible prophecy check out our blog at lamblion.us and there we just hope that you can grow in your knowledge and understanding of God's prophetic word that is amazing I'm staring at this handsome young man behind me here so those people that are watching us live TV, <laughs> they can actually get a, a wonderful um, shot there of Nathan Jones and Nathan you were being interviewed here in the program that I'm showing behind me those that are watching on TV. can you talk to us briefly about that well, every year our ministry goes to the uh, Pre-Trib Study Group Conference. That's Tim LaHaye's conference that he holds in, here in Dallas, and uh, which you were getting, got to be at last year, praise the Lord. And uh, there you, you run into all the experts on Bible prophecy. You name it, they're there, and, and uh, Tim LaHaye especially, of course, you'll find there. And uh, these are all the authors that if you read Bible prophecy, they're going to be there. And uh, what the blessing is for our TV show, we get to interview a bunch of them on various topics. And right. uh, this particular show behind you was about the future of Israel. And so we interviewed 17 Bible prophecy experts and asked them what they thought the future of Israel was. And then they gave us their, their feedback. Uh, we also did a, a number of shows with uh, a gentleman named Vic Batista. And I'm looking forward to when we air that, that show so that people can, can get to know you a little better and, and get to know your heart. Uh, we got to interview about your heart for, for uh, pastoring and preaching, and, and so uh, hopefully, uh, probably this summer, I haven't seen on the schedule yet, we'll have you on, Pastor Rick. Oh, Nathan, it's a pleasure to be part of everything that you guys are doing. You do such a great job, and thank you so much for sharing uh, that information, and we want to encourage those that are watching and listening, man, check out this wonderful resource of information there on landandlion.com, as well as Dr. Reagan's uh, Revelation uh, overview uh, here as we're showing that to you as a wonderful resource. So thank you, Nathan, for uh, sharing the wonderful information, and we'll continue to keep you, you guys in prayer. And of course, Nathan, you and I, we have been talking about a very important subject matter. We've been making our way through this letter or this short epistle of Jude, chapter, uh, verse by verse, actually, because it's only one chapter. And uh, we've been able to dig up a lot of wonderful information here. And of course, today we're going to be talking about being aware of mockers. All throughout history, there's always been mockers, false prophets, false teachers, doubt, trying to bring doubt to the Word of God. But Nathan, we notice that Jude here begins to uncover all that, right? Right. And, you know, i got to say, Pastor Rick, I appreciate that you've been having us go through Jude. I, I've always read through Jude, and, and you know, we can make one, one sermon on it. But we've, what are, this is our fifth, sixth week that we've been working on Jude now. Right. And I am getting so much more of appreciation for it. I love the Calvary Chapel. You tell you're a Calvary Chapel pastor. You're going <laughs> verse by verse. And you're just, you know, sucking the morrow out of it, so to speak. And I, I want to thank you for that. Because I am, I am learning as we go as much as, as those hopefully listening in about how much wealth of information there is in the book of Jude. Absolutely. And Nathan, that's why it's, it's kind of neat when we're able to now rush through things because I believe it's very important 
for our listeners and our viewers uh, to grasp all the incredible prophecies that are being put together here. I mean, last week you, you talked to us there in verse 9 regarding uh, the, uh, Michael, the archangel, and you shared with us some incredible uh, um, insight into that. And then we talked a little bit about last week, again, those that ruined the, the, the fellowship, the love feast, if you will. And uh, it's just a lot of wonderful things that I believe also apply to the times in which we're living in, right, Nathan? Exactly. I think apostates, in other words, those who are purposely trying to thwart the church and God's plan through the church, they, they existed in the early church age and they exist today. And that's exactly what Jude is addressing, is addressing people who aren't Christians but pretend to be Christians who come into the churches and they try to sow dissension, they try to teach different doctrines, and they try to break down the church. You know, they're like the spies that go out during wartime and get information and try to, to sow seeds of discourse and, and try to break down the system. And that's what these guys are, these apostates. And we have them in the church today. And, brother, when you read uh, Matthew 24 and Luke 21, where Jesus talks about the signs of the end times, how they increase and more frequently and more intensely the closer Jesus came, Three times in Matthew 24, he talks about false prophets and false teachers right. and how they've increased more frequently and more intensely the closer we get to Jesus come. And with 500 cults in the U.S. alone, according to Watchman.org, we are seeing a tremendous amount of these apostates entering in our churches and savvy men. We're seeing so many of these churches falling apart because they're letting these apostates stay in. Right. Wow, Nathan, I didn't even know they had that many cults. I read a book called The Kingdom of the Cults at one time, and uh, now, so you're mentioning 500. That's amazing. Yeah, Watchman.org is uh, James Walker's ministry. He was a former Mormon who got saved, and he's dedicated his life to teaching people and, uh, about the cults and helping them protect themselves from this false teaching. And uh, his website is saying that we're up to about 500 now. But that's just cults. It's not false religions, of course, like right. Hinduism and, and all that. And so this is what's constantly trying to pull people away from Jesus Christ. It's trying to drown out the message that, the, that God's speaking through the church. And uh, as Jude points out, these people are infiltrating the, in the church, and they are trying to destroy it. And we have to be very wise and very discerning to look out and recognize who these are. And Jude gives us a many, many descriptive examples, very colorful ones. So he, he tells the guy he's very mad about this. And uh, he's given us very descriptive of what these people are like. You know, Nathan, that's a very good point. He's very colorful and descriptive. And, uh, I mean, at first read, you think, man, what is going on here? But, Nathan, we also need to be upset and angry at times when it comes to false doctrine and false teachers. Because if we're not careful uh, with, with, with what they're teaching and sharing with people, they're going to lead other people uh, straight and, and straight to hell. And we notice that that's the sad part behind mockers and those that mock the things of God uh, in, in terms of, the rapture of the church, his second coming, and uh, here in verse 14, as we pick it up, we're going to notice that another prophet is mentioned here, and he also talks about the coming of the Lord. Would you be able to take us through Nathan there in Jude, beginning on verse 14 and on? Sure. Uh, verse 14 reads uh, from the New King James, Now Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about these men also, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousand of his saints to execute judgment on all, to convict all are, who are godly among them, of all their ungodly deeds which they have committed in an ungodly way, and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Mm. And there we notice that he mentions Enoch. Uh, um, Nathan, you are the expert on Enoch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't around when Enoch 
Enoch was around, but uh, Enoch's an interesting character because he's pre-flood. And, you know, that's pretty amazing. He was actually the father of Methuselah. So here, here's your Bible drill question time. Who, what is Methuselah known for? Uh, who was it? Well, uh, you know, Nathan, that's a very interesting um, uh, uh, thing that you mentioned because we're looking at Genesis chapter 5, and then we know, of course, that Noah was in the lineage of Methuselah. So I hope that was a Bible question. So what is Methuselah, uh, his claim to fame? Oh, man, all I know is that the guy lived a long time, and then uh, then uh, the flood came after he was gone. Amen, bro. That's it. Methuselah is <laughs> known in the Bible for being probably uh, at least the oldest recorded man by almost 1,000 years old. Very, very old. And Enoch was his father. Now, Enoch's claim to fame is that he was so godly, he loved the Lord so much, that the Lord actually took him off this earth before the flood came. He, 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 I would even say he raptured him. He, he caught him up, took him up, took him off this earth, and brought him up to heaven so that he would not have to endure the flood that was coming. That's a great... And, now, and, and Nathan, you caught me there because I thought that claim to fame, you were talking about Methuselah, but you meant Enoch, right? Well, no, Methuselah's claim to fame is, is his age. Oh, okay, he's gotcha. man in the Bible. <laughs> But yeah, Enoch claimed the fame was that he, he was raptured. Now, it's interesting that as we read about uh, Enoch, whose son, uh, name he's dedicated, interestingly enough, uh, his close, 11, Hebrews 11.5 talks about his close fellowship with God, about how he was a man of strong faith and strong conviction in God, and how God protected him. And then we read Jude, who's the half-brother of Jesus, by uh, uh, Joseph and Mary, and he's telling us that Enoch prophesied that he was also right. a prophet. Now, uh, when he prophesied, and it's interesting, as he said that the, the Lord will come with 10,000 of the saints. So as we know that at the second coming of Jesus Christ, that Jesus will return with the, his saints. And that, that's us, brother. That's, that's, that's the church. Woo. One day raptured off this earth, who will be in heaven with Jesus during the tribulation. Uh, and then when the tribulation rages on the earth, we're up in heaven with the Lord. And then when he comes back, we come with the tens of thousands of his saints, us. And the angels, the armies of heaven, and when we return with Jesus Christ, and we watch him defeat the Antichrist and the false prophet, Hallelujah. Satan into a pit. And so that's what Enoch was predicting there. He, he, he talked about how the Lord would execute judgment on, on the world. Uh, we read about how the great white throne judgment at the right. end of human history, where God is going to judge and res first resurrect and judge all those who've rejected him. And uh, they will be sentenced to hell. And, uh, he's, and interestingly, too, look, it, it seems like Jude's being repetitive here, but he keeps saying ungodly. Right. The ungodly among them, the ungodly deeds, their ungodly ways, the ungodly sinners. In other words, they're ungodly, the opposite of being godly. Godly being uh, loving the Lord and seeking Him and being holy. These people hate the Lord. They're trying to do everything against the Lord. And they're sinners. They, they, they're in rebellion against God. They're shaking their fists at God. And that's what defines these apostates. Wow, Nathan. I mean, you, you put it in a great way. And that, that's why you pointed out something very important. The ungodly, not the righteous. And that's why we believe, Nathan, that it's a disservice when people put the church in the tribulation. And they say that the church is going to go through the tribulation. And they're going to experience the judgment to come. But that's not so. Here it's talking about a specific group. These are the ungodly. Exactly. And that's what the tribulation is made for. It's not made for the godly. It's made for the ungodly. Now, what's the blessing about the tribulation is that millions upon millions, the Bible says, from every tongue, nation, tribe, and people, that, that multitudes that can't be counted 
will accept Jesus as Savior during the tribulation. So we know many of these ungodly people, because of the judgments of the tribulation, right. uh, the two witnesses God's going to put in the first half of the seven-year tribulation to witness the 144,000 Jewish evangelists, uh, gospel angel, hopefully, brother, all the material you and I and others leave behind that teach people uh, about Jesus Christ, they will give their lives to Jesus Christ. So yeah. there will be ungodly that will convert and become godly. But overall, the tribulation is God's wrath upon this world for its great evil and these ungodly people. Mm, excellent point. And that's why here Enoch, being a prophet, points this out. And uh, like you referenced there in verse 15, talking about people's ungodly deeds. And, and I, I love that. It says, uh, again, ungodly deeds, which they have committed in an ungodly way. And all and, and uh, all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken uh, against him. And, and even that today, uh, the things that people are saying about the Lord, right, Nathan, the way they use his name in vain, it, it's just sad. Well, you know... I the, the, the rebellion is just so ungrateful. Here's a God, the God of the universe, who made the universe. He made us. He gave us this life. He gave us this earth. Yes. He sent his own son to die on the cross to take our sins upon him so that if we believe in Jesus as Savior, we will be free of that condemnation of hell. He's done all that for us. He loves us so much. And yet these people speak about God in such blasphemous ways they constantly reject him, they deride, uh, deride him, they constantly speak against him. Uh, you have atheists going around saying he doesn't even exist. Right. And it shows an ungodly rebellion, a hatred of God. Now, that does play into God's plan for the ages. God wants to return humanity back to that Garden of Eden fellowship. Remember, God walked and talked and had fellowship with both Adam and Eve. And uh, there was a face-to-face -face relationship there, and sin broke that. And God's been working his way to bring a believing remnant out of this earth back to him and, and trust him as Savior. So it, it, there's going to be people who reject him. Right. God wants to live in eternity forever with the people who love him and, and accept him. And, and that's what human history and God's plan is all about. Amen. And that is the hope that we offer to those watching and those listening that... That's what God has planned for you, that we will spend eternity uh, with Him. Again, you're tuning into the Truth Will Say Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. Vic Batista and Nathan Jones, as we talk about the prophetic book of Jude. And we're talking about being aware of mockers. And Nathan, what a great, um, uh, what a great verse there you brought out in terms of uh, verse 15 there, the judgment that is coming and also who it's coming to. And then uh, Nathan, verse 16, again, uh, uh, he or Jew just continues to unravel these type of mockers that are coming. Yeah, we could read uh, 16 through 19 if you'd like. Yeah, that sounds excellent. And uh, yeah, Jews uh, open up both barrels on a man. This is how he goes. They are grumblers, <laughs> complainers, walking according to their own lusts. They have mouths greatly swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage. Uh, but you, beloved, remember the words that were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How they told you there would be mockers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lusts. These are sensual people who cause division, not having the Spirit. Mm. Wow, I mean, that is definitely a mouthful. And Nathan, another attribute that we see of these mockers uh, is that they're grumblers and, and complainers. We, we don't find that today, right, Nathan? That was for people <laughs> of mother time. <laughs> 
Well, sadly, even Christians can fall fall into this. Man, I worked at a nursing home through my college years, and I worked with a bunch of uh, older women, actually. You know, you think it's, you know, people get, uh, you had street gangs influencing you. I had old ladies influencing me, and, and these women complained about everything nonstop, and I found that I was becoming a complainer and, and a grumbler, and that's not a good thing, because <laughs> how can you show the joy of the Lord when you're always grumbling and complaining anywhere? It's the opposite right. of what the Lord wants, so... We have different backgrounds here, uh, but uh, that's, that's what, what I got. I had to get over that. I had to realize, if I'm going to show the joy of the Lord, then I can't be a grumbler or a complainer. And that's what defines apostates. Yes. They're grumbling all the time, they're complaining all the time, and they walk according to their own lust. In other words, they're totally self-centered. It's all about them, all about what they can get out of life, whatever can appease and, 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 and titillate them. And it's all about them. It's never about God. And that, brother, I think is why so many people rebel against God. Because it's, with God, it's about loving and giving outside yourself. Mm. But for people who rebel against God, it's all about selfishness. It's about what they can do and get for themselves. Wow. It's a totally opposite uh, view of how God wants us to be. Nathan, what I, well, you know, that's an excellent point. And that's why it's so sad because we are all called to be different than the world. And here we find one of the things that false prophets, false teachers, and mockers do, as you refer us there in verse 16, is uh, again, they, 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 in their mouth, with their mouth, they, they speak great swelling words, flattering people, and notice for a reason, to gain uh, advantage. And that reminds me of that false prophet that is coming, right, Nathan, who will, all, will also use uh, flattering uh, words or swelling words, correct? Correct. Revelation 13 talks about a a kind of a sidekick to the one world leader, the Antichrist. The Antichrist will, of course, be a, a, a emperor of the world at one point, but he will have a uh, PR man called the false prophet who will also come and will get people to worship the Antichrist. And uh, he will be, it, it, it kind of portrays him like a, a gentle land. You know, will come peaceful and loving, and everyone think, oh, this guy is great. Right. But really, his, his words are deceitful, he's boastful, and he flatters people and all that to try to, like the best used car salesman ever, a big old <laughs> smile and a, a glint in the eye. He's convincing people to, that the Antichrist is the man, you know, he's the Messiah, you, you got to worship him. And, and that's what these people do. And you know, just a modern day example, I would say, uh, if you follow uh, the atheist uh, movement, is uh, Richard Dawkins, who's probably one of the, the most outspoken of the atheists out there. And, uh, you know, he encourages his people by calling them bright. Wow. In other words, if you're an evolutionist and you reject God, then you're bright. You're smarter than everybody. And that would make the rest of us dims. Mm. But, uh, <laughs> it, but you, 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 know, you don't want to be a dim. You want to be a bright. And he flatters the people that follow Alfred teaching about evolution. He puts out uh, to gain advantage. And right. he's like the Pope of evolution. And, uh, but again, it's a selfishness. It's all for his own lust and passion. Absolutely. And you know, Nathan, and, and we find there the reason why they do this is to gain advantage. And false prophets, were, uh, as oftentimes you say, they're, they're trying to fleece the flock. We have this whole prosperity movement as well. And, and it's, it's kind of sad, Nathan, because there's so many good Christians that are falling into these lies. And they are... Uh, you know, some of the even Christian TV networks are are uh, sad enough being involved in uh, these false teachings and these false doctrines uh, to the point that we find people selling anointed handkerchiefs on Christian television. I don't know if you're aware, I'm sure you're aware of that. Oh, I just think, uh, we made on the news big this week, a Creflo Dollar. 
one of the biggest health and wealth gospel prosperity preachers out there. He says God wants them to get him that what, a new $64 million jet. Wow. I was like, really? You can't fly coach. You need your own $64 million jet on top of the other jets and cars and planes and things he already has. And, you know, that's not what God is, is wants ministers to go out and do. He wants them to, to bring people to Jesus Christ to be free of their sins. And, yeah. and these yeah. false teachers, these false prophets are out there doing this to, to fleece the flock and gain their own, uh, for their own lives. Nathan, that is so, and this is why uh, when Jude shares this message, it's like you said, it, it's like a shotgun, uh, you know, blast here to sort of awaken people to recognize that this is just going to get worse and worse. And you mentioned, Nathan, Matthew 24, where Jesus said, in the last days, there's not going to be few, right? But many. Mm. Oh, Nathan, did I lose you, Ryan Chance? No, I was not saying, brother. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought I might have had a glitch there. But yeah, in Matthew 24, it talks about not few false, false prophets and teachers, but many are going to come, and it's to deceive uh, many individuals. So this is what we find here in Jude, talking about grumblers, complainers, and those that are flattering people uh, to gain advantage. And then on verse 17 there, you said, man, uh, uh, Nathan, uh, but he talks about the believer. He says, but you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostle of our Lord. It's almost like a reminder, right, Nathan? Hey, don't forget what was taught to you in the beginning. Exactly. And he called them beloved. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. Again, it's that outward love, that, that unconditional love that Jesus flows through us to people, and uh, which these apostates don't. To them, they want the love flowing to them. They want the money and the prestige flowing to them. Mm. But here, Judas, he's loving his church. He's trying to protect his church, and the love flows out to them. And that's a huge difference between those who are rebellion against God and those yeah. who have accepted God. And I love that term of endearment. How, how God um, talks about the people that he loves, those that are his. He, he calls them uh, beloved. And I might have mentioned to you this before, uh, Nathan, in Spanish, uh, the word for beloved is amados, or dearly loved. And, and that was my dad's name, amado. <laughs> so, amado? Right, amado, uh, which is beloved. And I, uh, every time I, I see this, uh, this portion of scripture here, it just reminds me what, how God thinks about us, right, Nathan? He's not a judgmental God looking to see who he's going to beat over the head. But he says, beloved, those that have a relationship with him. And, and that's why, Nathan, we always uh, encourage people that are tuned into the program to make sure that they start their relationship with the Lord, that they will be part of that family. And I know, Nathan, we're short on time, and we only have about three minutes left of the program, but as you often do every week, would you be able to give a shout-out there, an invitation to maybe someone that is watching or listening that doesn't have a relationship with the Lord, how they can begin their relationship today? Well, we've got to turn away from our sin. That's why Jesus died on the cross. He died so that the punishment of our sin would go on to Him, yeah. the perfect sacrifice for our sins. And God loves us so much. What he expects of us is to accept his son Jesus Christ as Savior and to ask for forgiveness of our sins. And he promises when we do that. And we pray in our hearts, Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Savior. He promises to forgive you those sins, to take away all the guilt, mm -hmm. and to give you a new life, a new future. And, as Jude said in verse 19, to have the Spirit, to have the Holy Spirit. In other words, God's Spirit living in you, helping guide you to make the right decisions, to be discerning, and to keep you from sin. Mm. Excellent point, Nathan. And of course, 
We want to encourage anyone that is out there that's watching or listening. Our lines will be open. If you're in need of prayer, you can always get a hold of us and we would love to be able to uh, pray with you and also to pray uh, for you. Nathan, time flies so much and our first segment of the program is pretty much over, but I want to thank you so much, Nathan, for encouraging us through these incredible passages here in Jude and we pray that those that are watching were encouraged and uh, hopefully has helped them to draw closer to the Lord. So Nathan, thank you for joining me. It's always a pleasure to have you in our program. It's a pleasure, brother. I, I love to be able to talk about Enoch. I just want to warn people though that there is a book of Enoch out there that is not biblical. It's a false book. It's from the pseudepigrapha. So we need to be wary and trust what Jude says about Enoch, but not that false book of Enoch. Mm, excellent way, Nathan, to close our first segment of the program because we need to be discerning. So thank you so much, Nathan, for joining us. And I pray for those of you watching that the Lord will bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. We're going to go on a break and we will be right back with our second segment of the program in bilingual. So the rest of you, may the Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you. Have a great day.
saludos a todos y bienvenidos a nuestro programa La Verdad Los Liberará. Yo soy Vic Batista, conmigo Nathan Jones, Web Minister con Landing Line Ministries. Estamos transmitiendo en vivo de la área de Aventura y Hallendale, así que le pedimos a ustedes que nos mantengan a nosotros en oración en el día de hoy por nuestro programa. En el día de hoy nosotros vamos a continuar hablando del de libro profético de San Judas, a lo que nosotros notamos aquí estas increíbles profecías que nos dice que tener cuidado con esos mentirosos. Así es que les mantenemos a ustedes que nos mantengan sintonizados y que nos mantengan en oración por el programa de nosotros aquí en el día de hoy. Pero antes de comenzar el programa de hoy, quiero decirle a ustedes que nuestra línea van a estar abierta para eso que quieran llamar con alguna pregunta, lo pueden llamar a 305-992-9537. Eso que nos están mirando por tweetcasting.tv en vivo, pueden poner sus preguntas ahí en la pantalla. Igualmente en tweetwave.tv. Pero antes de continuar, vamos a abrir en un momentico de oración. Oremos. Padre, te damos gracias por esta linda oportunidad, Dios, de poder estudiar tu palabra. Y Padre, te pedimos ahora que bendiga nuestro tiempo, Padre. Oramos que usted nos dé la palabra para nosotros poder compartir aquí en el día de hoy. Que traiga honor y honra a su gloria. En el nombre de Jesús oramos. Amén. Una vez más están sintonizados a nuestro programa La Verdad Los Liberará, Big Batista y Nathan Jones, a lo que estamos hablando del libro profético de San Judas, hablando de mentirosos. El programa de hoy ha sido posible por el Ministerio de Calvary Chapel Aventura y La Verdad Los Liberará. Más información a calvaryaventura.com o en JN832 en Facebook. Pero antes de comenzar, le voy a dar la bienvenida a mi buen amigo y invitado, Nathan Jones, el ministro de Land in Lion Ministry. Nathan, thank you for joining us for the second segment of our program. Hey, it's my pleasure, brother. It's great to be on. Awesome. Estoy dando la gracia a Nathan por ser parte de nuestro segundo programa. Nathan, we're so excited because of the great news that we just heard last night of what happened in Israel. What exactly took place there? Le digo a Nathan que estamos tan contentos por la noticia de lo que pasó en Israel anoche. ¿Qué fue lo que ocurrió? Well, Prime Minister Netanyahu got re-elected as Prime Minister of Israel. Woo! Netanyahu fue elegido una vez más en Israel. There was a, a lot of fear that he wouldn't be re-elected and a very liberal party would take over. Había mucho temor que él no iba a ser elegido y que otros liberales iban a tomar, eh, como se dice, la autoridad. Y parte de esa gente quería andar a Israel, como se dice, Jerusalén. Querían dar la mitad de la tierra si ellos no pudieran poder protegerse. And they supported a, a peace plan with Iran when Iran does nothing but to destroy them. Y querían hacer un pacto de paz con Irán. Irán solamente lo que quería hacer era destruirlo. So the Lord has given them a strong leader who will defend them during these difficult times. Así que Dios le ha dado un líder fuerte para protegerlo a ellos en estos tiempos difíciles. Nathan, we say hallelujah to that, right? Le digamos hallelujah a eso. And Nathan, it is so important for people to recognize how important it is for us to be on the side of Israel, right? Lo importante que la gente tiene que reconocer que nosotros tenemos que estar en el lado de Israel, ¿verdad? Well, God calls Israel the apple of his eye. Dios dice que Israel es la manzana de su ojo. He says in Genesis 12 that those who bless Israel will be blessed and those who curse Israel will be cursed. Nos dice en Génesis que esos que bendigan a Israel van a ser bendecidos y esos que, que no van a ser eh, juiciados. Now, as Christians, we know that Israel is a secular nation. Como cristianos sabemos que Israel es una nación secular. 
Pero nosotros estamos contentos de ver cómo Dios está haciendo sus promesas venir a través de Israel. Y que algún día muchos van a venir a conocer a Jesucristo como su Mesías. Excelente, Nathan. Qué buena información. So that's why we're excited today. Por eso que nosotros estamos tan contentos en el día de hoy. Also, Nathan, I noticed you did a great article there regarding Israel this week. And it's so awesome. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Igualmente, Nathan hizo un lindo artículo en esta semana y quería que nos hablara un poco de eso. Well, uh, you can check that out on our blog at lamblion.us. Pueden mirar nuestro also... blog en lamblion.us. And we also sent a mean newsletter out about it this week. Y también mandaron un, una, una carta a través de eso. And it was about the, the future of Israel. What do 17 Bible prophecy experts believe the Bible says about the future of Israel? Hablando del futuro de Israel y que el comentario de 17 expertos en esa área. Excellent. Thank you, Nathan. Muchas gracias, Nathan. And of course, Nathan, again, just briefly, can you share where people can find those uh, articles as well as others? Once again, una vez más, no puede compartir. Aún se puede encontrar esos, esos, esos uh, programas una vez más. They can visit us on our website at lamblion.com. Pueden ir a lamblion.com. And of course, I noticed there, Nathan, you have different tabs that people can actually uh, be able to uh, click through, right? Yeah, they can watch our television show, Christ and Prophecy, read the articles, join our social networks, uh, sign up for the newsletter. There's so much you can learn about Bible prophecy on our website. Amen. Y ahí ustedes pueden mirar a través de las cosas, pueden ir a diferentes áreas para también mirar todo lo que ellos tienen uh, ahí en su página. So also if you're watching us live at twitcasting.tv and twave.tv, you can check that out behind me. Eso que nos están mirando en vivo a través de twitcastingtv y twave.tv, ustedes ven toda esa información que está ahí atrás. So Nathan, thank you for sharing that information with us. Gracias por compartir esa información eh, con nosotros. And for those of you watching, the handsome guy back there, that is Nathan Jones. Eso que nos están mirando en vivo, ese, ese muchacho hermoso, ese Nathan Jones. Nathan we, love, Nathan, we love technology, right? Nosotros encanta la tecnología, ¿verdad? Oh, man, it's so amazing that you and I can talk to each other on different parts of the country and watch videos and other parts, and, and it all comes together. That's right. Dice Nathan que nosotros podemos vernos, aunque estamos en diferentes partes de, de, de la nación, y podemos juntarnos otra vez a esta media. So thank you, Nathan, for sharing that information. Gracias por compartir esa información. Nathan, you have also been taking us through a verse-by-verse -verse journey through the prophetic epistle or letter here of Jude. And we'll be having such, so much fun digging up all mm -hmm. these prophecies in here. Nathan nos estaba llevando nosotros versículo por versículo en el libro de San Judas a lo que estamos excavando tanta linda profecía aquí de, de esta pequeña libro. And there's a lot in here, right, Nathan? Hay tanto aquí. I am learning as we go through this week after week just how much there is in the book of Jude. Estamos aprendiendo toda la semana todo lo que nosotros notamos que hay aquí en el libro de San Judas. Amen. Le encanta la manera que nosotros lo hagamos aquí en Calvary Chapel, yendo versículo por versículo, dejando que el Espíritu Santo nos guíe. So thank you, brother, for taking us through Jude. Y gracias por traernos a nosotros. And thank you for following me through Jude. <laughs> gracias por seguirme a Jude. But actually, Nathan, we're going to pick it up there in verse 14. Vamos a seguir en el versículo 14. Because last week we talked about, again, uh, Michael the Archangel. Nosotros hablamos la semana pasada hablando de el ángel Miguel. And also those individuals that ruin 
uh, our fellowship or our God face. Y hablamos de esa persona que siempre dañan nuestro tiempo de compañerismo. And now we're going to continue in verse 14 and on talking about these, uh, these mockers that are also going to come. Igualmente vamos aquí a hablar de estos burladores eh, que van a venir. Can you continue to take us through this journey, Nathan? ¿Nos pueden llevar por este lindo mensaje? Certainly. Well, Jude, the half-brother of Jesus, had nothing nice to say about what's called the apostates. En Judas, que era la mitad de hermano de Jesucristo, no tenía nada bueno que decir de estas personas mentirosas. And, and this is how he explains the apostates as we read through it. Y de esta manera él habla de ellos. Start in verse 14. Now Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about these men also, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousand of the saints. Y nos dice el versículo 14, de estos también profetizó Enoch, séptimo desde Adán, diciendo, He aquí vino el Señor con su santa descendente de millares. To execute judgment on all, to convict all who are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, which they have committed in an ungodly way, and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Para hacer juicios contra todos y dejar convictos a todos los impíos de todas sus obras impías que han hecho impiamente y de todas las cosas duras que los uh, pecadores impíos han hablado contra él. Excellent, Nathan. In, 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 excelente. And Nathan, there in verse 14, aquí en el versículo 14, it talks about Enoch. No habla nosotros de Enoch. And, and you, are the, you are the expert on Enoch. Tú eres el experto en Enoch. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, I wasn't around when Enoch was around. Él dijo que no ha vivido a lo que vivió Enoch. No es tan viejo. Enoch actually existed before the flood. Enoch existió antes del gran diluvio. He was the father of Methuselah, the oldest man in recorded Bible history. Él era el padre de, de Methuselah, el hombre que vivió los más años en el Antiguo Testamento. Methuselah lived almost up to 1,000 years. Methuselah vivió casi mil años. Because the lifespans before the flood were much longer than they are today. Porque los años en el tiempo antes del diluvio, uno vivía mucho más tiempos. Now Enoch was a, 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 the father of Methuselah and his name meant dedicated. El, el Enoch era el padre de Methuselah y se, el nombre era dedicado. Genesis 5.18 tells us he was so dedicated to God that God brought him up to heaven. Y nos dice a nosotros en Genesis 5 que él era tan dedicado a Dios que Dios se lo llevó a él para el cielo. He raptured Enoch off this earth so Enoch would not have to go through the flood. Raptó a Enoch de esta tierra para que él no tuviera que pasar por el diluvio. And Enoch then becomes an example of the church who one day will be raptured up to heaven before the tribulation. Y Enoch ahora es un tipo de la iglesia que nosotros vamos a ser raptados antes de la tribulación. Excellent point, Nate. Qué punto tan importante. Because God always takes care of the righteous. Porque Dios siempre cubre a, a esos que son parte de, de su rebaño. Exactly. The Lord doesn't put his wrath upon those who love him. Dios no pone la ira en esos que él ama. We suffer under trials and tribulations at the hand of man and Satan. Nosotros sufrimos en la mano de Satanás y hombre en las tribulaciones aquí en la tierra. But the wrath of God is always, always, always at, against his enemies. Pero la ira de Dios siempre, siempre, siempre es contra sus enemigos. Excellent point, Nathan. Qué lindo punto. And Nathan, here in verse 14, aquí en el versículo eh, 14, it talks about uh, Enoch again, and it also talks about uh, a multitude 
uh, that is going to be coming with him. No habla de Enoch y un multitud que va a venir con él. Can you talk to us about that? No puede hablar de eso. Well, through the Holy Spirit, Enoch prophesied that one day Jesus Christ, uh, the Son of God, would come back to earth. A través del Espíritu Santo profetizó que una vez más eh, eh, iba a regresar eh, a la tierra Jesucristo. And he would come with the tens of thousands of the saints, those, those of us who are saved, and his angelic armies. Y va a venir con toda esta multitud. Esos son nosotros que somos salvos y también con sus ejércitos de ángeles. And we will watch, watch Jesus Christ defeat the Antichrist and his false prophet and send Satan to a deep pit. Hallelujah. Vamos a notar como Dios, Dios va a tomar a tus enemigos y a Satanás y lo va a tirar en un, en un hoyo. And during that tribulation, that seven-year time period that's coming, God would execute judgment upon the world. Y en el tiempo de la tribulación, de esos siete años, Dios va a ejecutar el juicio a través de este mundo entero. At the end of human history, there's the great white throne judgment. Y después vamos a notar que viene el trono grande blanco después de eso. And that's where God will judge the evil of the world, uh, those who rebelled against Him, and their punishment is hell. Y Dios va a traer el juicio para todo eso que están contra él, y la pena va a ser el infierno. And in the past days that Jude is talking about, those are the people that will also be judged. Y esto es lo que Judas dice que eso van a ser lo que van a traer el juicio va a venir sobre ellos. Excellent point, Nathan. ¿Qué punto más importante? And we notice, of course, that what God has in store for the believers, for the righteous, is that He's going to, again, uh, take the righteous out before the judgment comes because God is not going to judge the righteous with the wicked. And we saw that example, uh, right, Nathan, in the Old Testament there with what happened with Lot and Sodom and Gomorrah. Nosotros notamos que Dios siempre va a sacar a sus gentes que han creado él. El juicio no va a venir sobre los justos. Y nosotros notamos un ejemplo de eso en el libro de Génesis con lo que pasó en el tiempo de Sodoma y Gomorra. Yes, those who love Jesus Christ will never after suffer under the wrath of God. Eso que aman a Jesucristo nunca van a sufrir la ira de Dios. But those who are, as Jude said over and over again, ungodly, they will. Pero eso como nos dice aquí Judas muchas, muchas veces otra vez, los impíos, eso sí van a sufrir. They are ungodly among them, they do ungodly deeds, they commit them by ungodly ways, and they are ungodly sinners who speak against God. Esos son la gente que son impíos, esos que hablan en contra de lo bueno que Dios es. Nathan, what an incredible uh, uh, passage here, okay? eh, eh, pasaje más uh, increíble. And as we continue there on the following verses, again, it just continues to describe the judgment that is going to await the ungodly. A lo que nosotros seguimos ahí en los versículos, nos sigue hablando lo que lo espera a los impíos. Yeah, verse 16 reads, These are grumblers, complainers, walking according to their own lusts, and they mouth great swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage. Versículo 16 dice, estos son murmuradores eh, querellosos que andan según sus propios deseos, cuya boca habla cosas infladas, adulando a las personas para sacar a provecho. But you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. Pero vosotros, amados, tened temoria de las palabras que antes fueron dichas por los apóstoles de nuestro Señor Jesucristo. Como 
Los que os decían en el postrero tiempo habrán burladores que andarán según sus malvados deseos. Estos son los que causan división, los ensuales que no tienen el espíritu. Well, Nathan, that's a long list right there. Yes, it's a long list. Yes, <laughs> But again, you mentioned there, verse 16, there's a name for these individuals. These are grumblers and complainers. And how sad that oftentimes we also find the church in this state, right? Nathan, digamos que aquí no dice. Versículo dice que estos son murmuradores y que reyosos. Y muchas veces nosotros encontramos alguna de la iglesia así también, ¿verdad? Yeah, Judas doesn't hold anything back, does he? No, San no, 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 no He has absolute contempt for these apostates. No And rightly so. Y así es well, as he explains, they're grumblers. Aquí como they're, explica, dice que son murmuradores. they're complainers. Dando queja. And they live for their own lust. They're totally selfish. Y solamente viven para, para ello mismo y para su aprovecho. And that's the complete opposite of who the godly are. Y eso es lo opuesto de cómo deben ser la gente de Dios. The godly praise the Lord. La gente de Dios alaban a Dios. They share edifying, encouraging words with other believers. Ellos comparten palabras de ánimos con otros creyentes. And they walk according to the outflowing love of the Lord. Y actúan del amor de Dios. And another thing that defines these apostates is that they're flatterers. Y otra cosa que habla de estos mentirosos, como nos dice aquí, que son personas de a, a gran adulando. They're like the best used car salesman with the greasy hair and the big white <laughs> smile. Es como eso que venden carros usados con el pelo grasoso y bien vestido. And they only do that to gain again the advantage just for themselves. Y solamente lo hacen para ganar de otras personas. Nathan, wow, what a great description you just mentioned. De qué gran eh, eh, manera lo pusiste. And, and it's so sad, Nathan, that even today, even in Christian television, we find these types of individuals and people are, are, are falling for their tricks. Igualmente, hasta en la televisión cristiana, nosotros miramos esta clase de gente y mucho están siguiendo su mentira. Well, this week alone, uh, Creflo Dollars made the news really big. En esta semana solamente, Creflo Dollar lo encontramos en la noticia. He's probably one of the biggest health and wealth gospel preachers out there. Una de las personas más conocidas de hablar sobre la prosperidad. And he's telling everybody he needs a $64 million jet. Amazing. Está diciéndole a todo el mundo que necesita un avión de 64 millones de dólares. Again, he's, he's flattering people and trying to get money for his own advantage, not for God. Wow, aquí hablando supuestamente bien de la gente para su ganancia y no para la ganancia de Dios. These are the apostates Judas warning us about. Y estas son las clases de gente que San Judas nos dice que tenemos que tener cuidado con ellos. But then Jude says, Brothers, beloved, in other words, the ones who I love, remember what the apostles taught. Pero Judas nos dice a nosotros aquí en el versículo 17, pero vosotros amados, tened memoria de esto, eso que confían en Dios. And again, I love the word beloved because it shows the love that Jude has for his church. Great point. Y dice Nathan que le encanta la palabra amados porque enseña el amor que Judas tenía para los creyentes. Excellent. And Nathan, as I mentioned to you, I love that verse too because my father's name was Amado, 
which means beloved. So I thought that was a cool name. Le digo a Nick que me encanta porque el nombre de mi papá era amado. Me recuerda mucho de esto. Isn't that such a fantastic term of affection? Qué linda manera de afección de 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 una persona hablar de la otra. And what a difference between those who love Jesus Christ and the love Christ shows. Qué diferencia de eso que aman a Jesucristo y que enseñan el amor de Cristo. And these apostates who live only for themselves. Y los mentirosos solamente viven para ellos mismos. And that's why Jude is warning his church, don't fall for these false teachers. Por eso es que San Judas le dice a su iglesia, no crean la mentira de estos engañadores. In fact, in verse 18, we're reminded of what Jesus and the apostles taught, taught, uh, preached about these type of people. En el versículo 18, no habla nosotros de esta clase de gentes. Three times in Matthew 24, Jesus warned us that in the end times, false teachers would become more frequently and more intensely. Tres veces nos habla Jesucristo a nosotros en San Mateo 24 de lo que nos espera a nosotros en el futuro y cómo las cosas se van a poner más peor. Today we have 500 cults in the U.S. alone. Wow. Hoy nosotros tenemos más de, más de 500 falsas religiones y cultos en los Estados Unidos. So Satan's working overtime to try to pull Christians out of the churches to him before Jesus comes back. Satanás está trabajando bien duro para tratar de jalar a la gente de la iglesia y para que se desvíen. Nathan, amazing, 500 cults. Como le digo a Nathan, increíble, como 500 falsas religiones. And I read a, a book called The Kingdom of the Cults at one time, Nathan, and I couldn't believe uh, all the heresies and all the false teachings and uh, religions out there. Yo le dije ahí que leí un libro que se llama Kingdom of the Cults y no podía creer cuántas falsas religiones y cultos habían allá afuera. Clearly there was so many false teachers uh, during Jude's time, but there's so many more today. Nosotros notamos que en el tiempo de San Judas había muchas falsas religiones, pero en el día de hoy hay más todavía. And Nathan, of course, and, and even now with YouTube and the internet, I mean, there's just thousands now uh, individuals just going there on YouTube supposedly having their own prophetic ministries, right? Y ahora en YouTube nosotros notamos también que hay miles de supuestamente ministerios proféticos de personas que están poniendo ahí eh, como, si, como que si eran de verdad. True. And the Jews said that they don't have the Spirit, in other words, they're not saved, what they're teaching is false. Y San Judas nos dice que si no son salvos, sus enseñanzas son falsas y mentirosas. Son personas que solamente viven para ellos y para causar división en la iglesia. Well, Nathan, and that's why this is a very timely message. Yo digo que esto es un mensaje eh, muy importante que nosotros estamos notando aquí. And it's just the reality in which we're living. Esta es la realidad en la que nosotros estamos viviendo. Verse 18, versículo 18. It says, that, uh, again, how they told you that there will be mockers in the last times who would walk according to their own ungodly lust. Los que os decían en el postero tiempo, habrán burladores que andarán según sus malvados deseos. And Nathan, there's always mockers, those that are mocking the coming of the Lord, the rapture of the church. Yet we're told not to believe these lies because the Bible is true and the Lord is coming soon as well. Digamos que muchas gentes que van a estar burlándose mucho hablando de la segunda venida de Jesucristo del rato que no va a ocurrir, pero nosotros estamos que la Biblia es de verdad y el Señor viene pronto. Right, Nathan? True. 
that we have so many of these mockers, these apostates, it's a sign of the end times. Por eso que nosotros estamos que tenemos tanto de estos mentirosos, porque eso es una señal de los últimos días. Y como hay tanto, quiere decir que fue exactamente lo que Jesucristo predicó y que Él viene pronto. And Nathan, we are excited about that and we say Maranatha, like Dr. Reagan always says, right? <laughs> y digamos que estamos bien contentos y digamos Maranatha, como siempre dice el Dr. Reagan. And that's why we're excited, Nathan, because we know the future that awaits you and I because we have trusted in Jesus Christ, right? Nosotros estamos contentos porque notamos lo que nos espera nosotros porque hemos confiado en Jesucristo. Amen, brother. That's what separates the apostates from those who are, are saved is It's the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. Y eso es lo que separa a los mentirosos de esos que son de la verdad, porque el Espíritu Santo que mora en nosotros. And that's also what separates us from eternity in heaven and eternity in hell. Y eso es lo que nos separa a nosotros, la eternidad en el cielo y la eternidad en el infierno. That's why accepting Jesus Christ is the most important decision you'll ever make. Por eso es que aceptando a Jesucristo es la decisión más importante que una persona puede tomar. Nathan, well put, bien, bien, uh, con la manera que lo pusiste. And, and of course, Nathan, I just cannot believe how quickly our time goes. And I, fi I find myself saying that all the time, but it's true. Time flies when you're having fun. Le digo a Nathan que siempre no puedo creer como el tiempo se nos va tan rápido, porque cuando estamos gozando en la cosa de Dios, el tiempo siempre se va tan rápido. And Nathan, we always love to end with a word of encouragement for those that are watching, and maybe they still have not come to enjoy the joy that we have with a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And we want to invite them, right, Nathan, to be part of this wonderful family. Y tal vez ahí todavía no ha gozado del gozo que nosotros estamos gozando por conocer a Jesucristo personalmente. Y queremos que ustedes sean parte de ese gozo. We can live for our own lives, which always disappoint. No, nosotros podemos vivir solamente para nosotros, pero siempre nos vamos a sentir vacíos. Or we can live for the unconditional love that God has for us. O podemos vivir para el amor sin condición que Dios tiene para nosotros. God loves us so much that He's willing to send His own Son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. Dios nos amó a nosotros tanto que estaba dispuesto de dar su único hijo para que nosotros pudiéramos tener vida eterna. If we accept Jesus Christ as the Son of God and Savior and repent of our sins. He promises we will be saved. Y si aceptamos a Jesucristo como nuestro Salvador, eh, nosotros nos dice la palabra que vamos a ser salvos. The guilt will be washed away and we'll be given a whole brand new life. Nos va a limpiar todo nuestro pecado y no va a dar a nosotros una vida nueva. And we'll have that hope of living with Jesus Christ forever in heaven. Y vamos a tener esa esperanza de vivir con nuestro Señor para siempre en el cielo. Amen. And of course. We want to encourage those of you that have trusted in Christ to, uh, man, let us know. We would love to continue to pray for you and give you more resources. Eso que han confiado en Jesucristo, nos encantaría que nos dejen saber a nosotros. Y queremos darle a ustedes mucho, algunos más recursos. And if you're in need of prayer, our lines will remain open. Si necesitan oración, nuestra línea van a estar abierta. The local number is 305-992-9537. El teléfono local es el 305-992-9537. You can also post there on tweetcasting.tv, on tweet.tv, your prayer requests and your questions and your comments. Igualmente pueden poner en la pantalla tweetcasting.tv y tweet.tv alguna pregunta que alguno de ustedes eh, tengan para nosotros. But Nathan, thank you so much for always closing us with a word of encouragement 
and an invitation to our viewers and our listeners. Muchas gracias, Nathan, por siempre cerrar a nosotros con una palabra de ánimo para esos que están sintonizados, que nos están viendo y que también nos están oyendo. So, Nathan, we've come to the close of the program once again. Llegamos al fin del programa. <laughs> una vez más. And Nathan, I was going to ask you, maybe you can close us with a prayer for Israel. A ver si Nathan nos cierra con una oración para la nación de Israel. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for loving the people of Israel. Dios thank you por amar a la gente de Israel. You have promised that a believing remnant will come out of them one day. Usted ha prometido que muchos creyentes van a venir de ellos algún día. And we praise you that you always keep your promises. Le damos gracias a Dios que usted siempre mantiene sus promesas. Amen. Amen and amen. Nathan, thank you so much for being part of our program today. Muchas gracias, Nathan, por ser parte de nuestro programa. May the Lord bless you, Nathan, and have a great week. Que te pase una linda semana. You too, brother. I want to thank all of you that have been watching the program. Gracias a todos que han estado sintonizados. Big Batista Nathan Jones, as we talked about the prophetic book of Jude. Big Batista Nathan Jones, lo que estamos hablando del libro profético de San Judas. May you guys have a great week. May the Lord bless you. Que se pase una linda semana y que Dios me lo bendiga. Until next week, hasta la semana que viene. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, Victor Nova Batista, Nathan Jones. Have a great day, que se pasen un lindo día.